0: You're listening to the No Fartin' Around Show, where we're all about taking your marketing and business from the toilet to the bank. I'm your host, Ashley Mae Fernandez, and this is the only show where making a disruptive noise smells like success. Each week, I interview high-level disruptors who are making a big stink in their industry by doing things their own way while you listen in and ask a question or two. Talk show, live studio audience style. Expect all things marketing, messaging, money, and mindset, and only strategies that don't include farting and darting or treating your clients like an afterthought. So if you're ready to stop farting around and actually scale your business, let's cut to the cheese and get on with the show. Oh hello everyone. I'm excited to be here. I want to apologize. I have a cold so I obviously sound a little like a man and if you I sound stuffy I apologize. It's either a cold or allergies. I'm not sure but I wanted to come in today and talk about something that has been on my heart for the past few days and when I had a call with one of my clients this morning she provoked me to tell this story and it it kind of tied everything together for me in this one just stupid, simple story and even after just sent me a picture and said I added this story in a presentation that I'm doing today because it just really related to her and I wanted to come and share it and then talk about one of the biggest things I see that keeps entrepreneurs stuck and I've fallen into this trap. I'm sure you have fallen into this trap. but First, I'm going to tell the story. So when I was on the call with my client this morning, we were talking about, actually, I don't even know what we were talking about, but it provoked me to remember, oh, I remember I asked her, I said, what, if you were to describe my brand in one word, what would it be? And she said, well, you know, I don't know what one word, but I, when I think of you, I think of you running on the sidelines, cheering your clients on. But, and and cheering, but also giving them some tough love, right? And I loved that because, you know, that is really what I'm about. And, you know, I am a tough love consultant or just a tough love cheerleader is what I liked. And I laughed because as soon as she said running down the sidelines, I thought about this time in high school. And for those of you who have no idea, I'm just kind of funny. uh, I used to be head cheerleader in high school for my cheerleading, I guess, squad team. I think cheerleading squad, but. I think that's how you say it. And listen, I had no desire. I had no desire to be captain. Everyone voted on the team and I won the vote. And I was like, look, I didn't even sign up for the running guys. I don't want to be captain because I just was really scared. And let me tell you why I was scared because the captain of the cheerleading squad, I grew up in a very, very, very small town. So football, think Friday night lights. Football on Friday night was where everyone in the town was. Like things shut down, like literally Friday night lights. I'm not kidding. And the head cheerleader, okay, had to actually stand on the sidelines. Um, the football field had a track around it and then the bleachers, right? And they were packed. And the head cheerleader was in the front row dead center. And she was the one who had to cheer by herself one time, one time, and then everyone else would join it. And you know, as a cheerleader, you don't cheer during the big exciting things, right? Like you do, but you don't do a like synchronized cheer during that time, right? You do a synchronized cheer when it's a little quiet because you still want to keep the the crowd engaged. And so I was definitely afraid of being the one to call out this cheer because when you called out the cheer, it was kind of quiet. And everyone immediately turns and looks at you, right? They immediately turn and they look at you. And I hated all of the eyes being on me. I was terrified of this. And I remember after a couple times um, of doing this, I started to feel a little more comfortable, right? I, I felt a little more capable of doing it. Like, But there was this one freaking cheer. I hated it. I hated it so much. And it was called, What About That Color Shouse? And I'm going to cheer it for you if you just, you want to, I'm not actually going to do the, the whole cheer, but I'll tell you how it went. But basically it was these crazy movements that we had to do with it, which is why I probably hated it so much. But the end movement had both of our hands on the back of our head. And we had to almost, you know, that was the, dun, 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 dun. like we had to do almost that type of movement. And I hated doing it by myself. Okay. So this one chair, I hated calling it. Everyone loved it. Okay. It was called what about that color shout? And it would be, what about, what about, what about that color shout? Orange, orange, black, black, a oh, white, 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 white. There you go. Back to my glory cheering days. That's how the cheer would go. And the white, 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 white was the part where you would kind of move your hips in a circle, right? I hated doing this cheer. I hated it. I hated people watching me. I felt awkward. But of course, after a couple times doing it, you know, I felt a little more comfortable. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have fun with this. And when this cheer came on, everyone cheered because they all loved this cheer. It was just a fun cheer. And so I started to have fun with it. And so instead of doing the movements, I would literally point to someone in the crowd and they would jump up and go, oh, what, 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 right? I was starting to get the crowd actually involved. And I started to notice that doing this, people laughed and it was, I started to do things a little bit differently, right? It wasn't so synchronized and like to the point and very structured like a lot of cheers are, right? Like you have to have your fists in a ball. And I mean, I just wanted to have fun with it, right? As I look, everyone's gonna stare at me. At least I'm gonna be different. And so eventually I kind of, you know, went up to our coach after and I said, hey, I really wanna try getting the crowd involved. So the next couple of games, we started testing this out. And so really what would happen was we no joke instead of doing the synchronized cheers like some of some of us would we would start running into the bleachers and cheering with them giving high fives while we were trying throwing like a pom-pom at someone so someone could get up and do the pom-pom so it was like this interactive thing and everyone started to love it and as i was telling this story to my client this morning i was telling her i was like you know it was that point that silly random story, but that point in my life where I realized that cheerleading, it's not a cheerleader's job to be seen. And a lot of the times we act like cheerleaders in our business, we're showing up to seek approval. And that's how I felt. I felt like every time I had to you know, say this cheer by myself, I was seeking everyone's approval. I wanted everyone to see that I was doing it right, that I wasn't embarrassing myself right? It's not a cheerleader's job to be seen. It's to bring the audience into the action. And I don't know if I actually said that, but that's what, that's what she quoted and put this in a slide and just sent me pictures. And I just added this into a presentation. And that's what she said. So I'm assuming that is exactly what I put I can't remember, but yes, that is, it's true. Right. And when I actually stopped trying to seek the approval I actually got to be a cheerleader, actually got into the crowd and involved the people sitting in the bleachers, right? I actually committed to being seen and doing it different. I actually showed up to serve instead of seeking approval. And I love this story because I'm wrapping it into what I see a ton of entrepreneurs do. And as they make every freaking darn thing about them, they say, oh, I don't want to show up because I'm afraid I'll be embarrassed or I'm afraid I'm not going to seek the approval that I want. Like, I'm afraid someone's going to say something or I'm afraid no one's going to buy my offer. I'm afraid, like, I don't give a crap about fear. Like if you want to be a business owner, you have to understand that comfort and commitment do not go hand in hand. And I also hear a ton of times people say, I just wanna feel confident. If If I feel confident in my offer, if I feel confident in the way that I speak, or if I feel confident in my content, then I'll show up. I just need to feel confident. I just need to feel confident. So because you're in the search of feeling confident, you go and you try to fix all of these darn things that do not need to be fixed, right? You're out here thinking you have an offer problem. No, you don't. You're out here thinking you have an idle client problem. No, you don't. You're out here thinking I need to do this and I don't know this strategy and I need this strategy and you to do this and I need this software and I need this. Pr-. No, you don't. You just need to free, be freaking committed, okay? And on top of commitment, you need to be consistent. You cannot have commitment without being consistent. And guess what? Consistency is freaking uncomfortable. Consistency is freaking uncomfortable. Let me tell you what. It was so, so freaking uncomfortable for me to stand in front of a crowd of probably, I don't know, three or 400 people, maybe more. I have no idea. And literally be the only one screaming a cheer and doing funny moves with it. I was scared to death to do that but I was captain and everyone voted me captain and I didn't want to let them down so I said okay I'm going to be committed to doing this so I was committed to doing it game after game after game and eventually I started to feel capable of doing it and then guess what I said screw this I want to have fun right I'm going to be consistent with this and I started to do things my own way I didn't care I didn't care anymore if someone thought I was crazy for running into the crowd and handing in my pom-pom. They loved it, actually, right? I just didn't care. And it turns out they did. They loved it. It got them involved, right? And so many of you, so, 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 so many of you are so a freaking afraid to be the cheerleader that actually gets the crowd involved. And listen, y'all, entrepreneurship is not about you. You know, I, I, I want to I record a whole other episode about this, but I'm going to touch on it really quick. Being an entrepreneur, you have to be the boss and the employee at the same time. And a lot of you guys want all to be the boss, right? You're like, ooh, I'm going to be the boss. If I'm the boss, I don't have to show up if I don't want to. I'm the boss. I'm in charge. I'm the boss. I can change my schedule around. I can cancel that call or I can do whatever I want. I'm in charge of my own schedule. But I wanna question, if you hired an employee that acts the way you act as a boss, would you pay them the salary you want to make in your business? Let's say you wanna make $10,000 a month. Would you hire an employee and pay them $10,000 a month doing the things you're doing as a boss, the way you're running your business as a boss? Heck to the no. Heck to the no. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to answer it for you. Heck to the no. Why? Not, y'all, a lot of y'all are not freaking committed. You're not committed. You will never, ever, ever be confident in doing anything until you are committed. Committed is the very first step to anything you do as an entrepreneur. And guess what? Commitment is so freaking uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable. after you do it a couple times, it doesn't feel really scary anymore. Then you start to feel capable of doing it, right? You feel capable of doing it. And then you can just have fun with it, right? You can have fun with it. I can go live and do a podcast episode randomly without, I don't know, scheduling it without have no makeup on. I don't even care anymore. Like, I don't care. It's like, man, I really want to say this. I have a call in 10 minutes, but I'm going to jump on and I'm going to record this. And I'm going to say it really quick. because It needs to be said the story this morning, telling it, you know, it's just crazy. I was like, man, I wouldn't think. And, and my client is a storyteller. So obviously she provoked it out of me and she laughed. It's like, yeah, this is what makes a great story. Right. But you know, the story matters because a lot of you want to be the cheerleader, but you're so freaking afraid. You're so afraid and you're making, you know, and I even think of these like cheesy 90s, 2000 movies, the whole cheerleader, like bring it on and all that, right? And even just thinking of the clicks, you know, in all the movies, like the, the popular ones are the cheerleaders. Like everyone wants to be a cheerleader because they want to seek approval. If you're a cheerleader or a football player, like, ooh, you seek approval. Like people think you're something, ooh, you know? And you want that, right? But the point, it's not the cheerleader's job to be seen, it's their Job to to involve the crowd, and it's your job as an entrepreneur not to be seen, not to be about you. When you're making up all of these excuses of, I don't think I have a good offer, I don't think I can, you know, my, my price is not right, or I don't feel confident in talking about this, I don't like creating content, I don't do. When you have all of those darn freaking excuses, guess what? You're making it all about you, and you are robbing the opportunity to involve and solve a very big problem for your ideal client. And listen, a lot of every entrepreneur, every time I talk to you, every entrepreneur I talk about why you start this business. They have something they are passionate about, right? I really want to spend time with my family. I really want to do this. And, you know, I went through this and I really want to help other people do this. And I'm like, okay, but you're making your darn business all about you. You're making it about approval over service. That's my little spiel for you guys today. I haven't even looked at the, <laughs> I'm actually looking at the comments now. I record these live. If you have a question, feel free to drop it in the comments. I do record these live. And Jennifer said, definitely not. I'm assuming she was talking about the employee and she said, absolutely love this. Show up and serve, not for approval. Yes, absolutely, 100%. So I really want to, last thing I want to leave you with so I can jump off here and jump on this, Call what can you be committed to. What can you be committed to that scares the crap out of you that you do not feel at all prepared for what can you be committed to. That will get your audience or I don't even like to say audience will will get your ideal client involved that will. Serve your ideal client. What can you be committed to? Because if you're out here complaining that you're not making sales, that you have all of these problems, all of these things, and, you know, I hear this all the time. One time I asked, I asked a client of mine, she said, I'm not getting any sales. I'm not getting any sales. And I said, well, how many times have you talked about your offer in the past two weeks? Said, like three I said, hmm, okay, so you mean, and I'm even going to relate this back to the cheerleading. I didn't say this to her, but in this thing, like that means, okay, football game is hours long. If you only did three cheers the entire football game, do you think people are going to pay attention to you? Maybe if you did one cheer, a couple people might have turned their head, you know, second cheer, an hour later, maybe they would have turned their head. Third cheer towards the end of the game, maybe they would have turned their head, but not everybody would pay attention to you. They'd be like, oh, what's that doing? I'll oh, get back to the game, right? You only cheered three cheers during an entire football game. Do you think anyone would pay any attention to you? No. And I'm going to tell you this as the head cheerleader, we literally had a clock. Now, the coach had a clock down at the bottom, and I had to do a cheer every five minutes. Every five minutes every five minutes. And of course, like the game would happen or whatever, but I would like every five minutes, I had to do a cheer. You need to be so freaking consistent in your business with talking about your offer. Because if you, let's say you have 600 people in your Facebook group and I posted a post and let's say I I pitched something, I pitched my offer and then maybe I look at it and maybe 30 people saw it. Okay. 30 people might have seen it on their screen, but they could have probably kept on scrolling. Maybe, maybe three or four people actually saw it and read it. And then I'm over here boohooing because I'm not making sales. And I think, well, I put a post down. I pinched my offer and no no one paid attention. Yeah, because only three people freaking saw it. I'm like, over here, oh, guys. You have to be committed. You have to be committed. You have to be annoying. Cheerleaders are annoying. I will admit, I felt so freaking annoying. I felt so annoying cheering every five minutes. But guess what? That's what I was there for. They knew what my job was. You as an entrepreneur, your job is to sell your service. People know if they're in your Facebook group and you are an entrepreneur, that you are there to sell your service. That is your job, right? You have to be ethical with that correct, right? You're not going to try to just sell it to anyone who wants it and can afford it. Obviously not. I'm not about that, but they do, they know that you're an entrepreneur. They know that it's your job. You think you're annoying, but no one else thinks you're annoying. The crowd loved when I cheered. They loved when I got them involved. They didn't care I cheered every five minutes. They loved it. They started to listen to me. They started to get involved in it. They started to be, be like, they would even yell cheers out for me to do. You're like, what about that defense? I'm like, okay, what about that defense? You know, but they would literally call out cheers that they loved. They came to know it, right? I'm serious, guys. You have to be freaking committed and consistent. So, here's a question I launched a podcast, and since committing to that and doing video, I was scared as heck, but I did it and do it. And guess what? I'm having fun. It gets easier, and I'm loving my business and more productive. Your spot on this, yes, absolutely 100%. It's the first ticket, like. I can scream it from the rooftops. I really could have to be committed. Okay, I'm done. This is my little rant for the day. I hope you enjoyed this. <sighs> I will be back in to do another solo episode and feel free next time to join me. Ask a question or two. I sounded really weird. Requ- ask a question or two. I cannot speak today. I apologize for that. But yeah, come in and ask a question or two. And, 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 and this is, you know, this is something I want to involve you in. Just like this cheerleading story, I want to involve these episodes with you. I'm recording these podcast episodes completely differently. Like I'm allowing you to come in with me and ask questions. And when I have guests on, you literally get to jump on Zoom face-to-face and ask the guests a question. And I have some very high-level guests coming on, right? I'm going to spoil for some amazing people coming on, but some high-level guests coming on. And some of these guests charge $50,000 a day to get their one-on-one attention, right? To get feedback for them, to get hot seat coaching, right? So come join me. This is this is something I want to involve everyone in. This is not just me speaking into a microphone. This is me having a conversation with you along the way. So yeah, hope you enjoyed this. I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day and join us next time on the No Partner Around Show. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Friend, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the No Partner Round Show. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And I would love, love for you to join us on the next podcast recording. You can go to www.ashemayfernandez.com slash podcast to see our interview schedule and the link to join us live and get your questions answered, get some personalized feedback and one-on-one hot seat coaching from not only me, but the amazing guests that I bring on the show. So I hope to catch you in the next episode. And until then, I will smell you later.